perhaps we could just start with um, the outcome of your fact-finding mission today. We did not only go there for Department of Health. We're also responsible for Department of Social Development, Human Settlement, Water and Sanitation and Home Affairs. In Department of Health, we were doing our routine oversight as a committee. As you know, that as Parliament, we're responsible for making laws, but also to do oversight on the budgets that we approve each financial year. The findings that we, we, we encounter in Guazulu Natal are not totally different from other provinces. This was our seventh province that had visited as a committee, but they vary from one province to another. In Guazulu Natal, the main problems that we encountered there was the shortage of staff just a glaring shortage of staff. The second one was also the issue of equipment in terms of maintenance and the, the, the availability of them. If I may be specific, the one that was on the meter for quite a while, it was the oncologist machine, the two that is broken. But the other issue that we discovered in Gazulu Natal was the issue of the infrastructure. Eddington Hospital, as you referred to, the very old hospital, but the west part of it is facing the sea. The, 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 the steels that we use in that facility are also affected by the sea. But most importantly, the findings was, was a problem on the issue of the shortage of staff, the equipment, as well as the infrastructure. So if you could just take us through the kind of discussions you had with health officials today, especially about the timelines that you've given them and, and maybe what you feel is of priority to deal with at the moment. The priority uh, which we re- also appreciate what the National Department is doing. The Depart- National Department has assisted them to identify all the challenges that they have in the provinces they are still there as I speak now. What our discussions was based on the issue of the shortage of staff. How does it come that you are short of clinical staff in hospitals as well as the equipment? The reason being that is that even if you have financial constraints, whether you're a province or you're national, where I am sitting, I won't cut funds from Department of Health. Because what it means to me, it means that because the majority of our, our population or society use uh, public facilities, it means that if you cut staff in the Department of Health, whose child is to die or whose relative must die because there is not enough personnel, especially the clinical staff. The problem before why they were not appointing it is because it was done by the by the province. There was a centralization of recruitment. That is what they are saying. But the second reason that they gave us was that is because the delegation of funds was very minimum. They were not able to do other things, especially the maintenance. But now with the interaction with the province, the province has been able decentralize firstly the recruitment of critical staff that includes all clinical staff, your doctors and your nurses and your specialists. But also in terms of procurement of um, equipment, they can now procure up to 500,000 as a hospital. So our take now, you can't 
put a plan to the province. And you can't say it's ongoing. This one, there's focus. We want a clear, detailed plan to say, now that you are given powers to procure, when are you fixing this machine? The two broken oncologist machines, when are they buying them? Because all powers are with them. In terms of the recruitment of clinical staff and specialists, they must tell us what is their timeline. Very clear because we want them to work it as a project. Because once it is measured, it is highly possible mm. that it's going to be implemented. They can't just say progress or ongoing. We don't want that. We want Ms. Very Lemini, clear timeline just a final it. question. Were you able to uh, draw figures on how many casualties there have been in the province, say, even in the past year, as a result of some of these challenges? You mean in terms of people affected because of the challenges? People who've uh, died, people who've been severely Uh, injured or, um, you know, disabled because of these challenges? Especially people who were... I may not have figures, but we did ask those patients. We were given figures in certain units, especially units where they are children. They are operating with almost half the staff. And they did indicate some figures that not only figures of people who died, the major impact is that they they were supposed to be operating with uh, 20 beds, 20 20 bed years, but they've cut it to 10. Now, our question is, you are now, because people still have to get services, you are transferring HRN from one facility to another because the, the argument is that they have Albert to, Chief Albert to hospital not very far. But it's transferring of workload from one facility to another. We are saying recruit everyone, so that you can work at your maximum. But in terms of numbers, as you're asking me, I may not give you now, but we did ask questions about that. We were given some figures in certain units.